back to True Reviews Podcast. I'm your host, True Justice, and this is episode 230. A uh, very specific episode today. I want to talk to you guys about a book. So if you're not into books, keep listening. Get into books. I'm just kidding. Um, the book is called The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian and is written by Sherman Alexi. And the artwork in the book, I want to shout her out as well as Ellen Forney. Um, so I was I was actually uh, dropping my son off and um, saw we have a new thrift store that opened up. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go check this place out. So I found this book as I was browsing through the aisles there. And I love the title. I mean, I'm just going to say the title again. The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. So right away I was intrigued. I started browsing some pages and... The previous owner had highlighted some lines in the book, which made it even more interesting to me. So I was going through, uh, you know, just going through to see what they highlighted, what they seemed to want to uh, keep in mind or maybe pass along to anybody else they were giving the book to. I just started thinking about all these things. And I was like reading some of the highlighted stuff, reading some other stuff, checking the chapter titles. And I was like, I got to I got to check this out. So, um the uh, the author I had looked him up. He actually he wrote the script and the the book for the movie Smoke Signals, which was cool as well. So um, I also read about some other controversy he was involved in later, but I won't dive too much into that. Um, but he's in the Spokane area, from the Spokane Res. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, yeah, so it seemed like the book was based on Alexi's real life experience of of leaving the res to attend a small school in Reardon where he was the only native American, you know, the, the difficult decision to leave his comfort zone, you know, the, the betrayal his people feel by his decision to leave, even though he still resides on the res, he's leaving for another school, which causes separation and his battle with losing his relationship with his best friend, facing judgments and racist remarks, you know, discovering new rules to life. I, I loved that section of the book um i read the entire thing in one day which i had never done before and i think that just speaks how highly i love that book but um i really enjoyed hearing his explanation of learning different rules of fighting because the way he grew up he has this long list of if this happens you have to fight if this happens you have to fight and it was a uh, pretty spot on from what i've experienced in discussing things with native americans as well from the res and his new rules after he learned them moving to an all white school because they are not the same. And, you know, it's him dealing with young love and, you know, the tragic loss of many loved ones due to alcohol and a deep dive into the need for change. And I think I was drawn to this book for a couple of reasons. It, it reminded me of my, my own experience of leaving home and uh, many differences uh, with the circumstances, but the new school and judgment, learning new rules of life only, only mine was forced upon me rather than being my choice. I went to visit my father in Wisconsin uh, the summer before my senior year of high school. And it was supposed to be like a two-week trip. And my high school girlfriend was supposed to go with me to meet him and uh, his family. I, I'd been getting in a good amount of trouble and her and I broke up. So she didn't end up going with me. Long story. But um, when I arrived at Wisconsin, my mother informed me she only got me a one-way ticket. And she wanted me to stay with my father and finish high school out there. So 
this was far from ideal, as you could imagine. <laughs> the amount of uh, changes I was being asked to endure all at once was overwhelming, to say the least. And my high school that I came from was well over a thousand students, and we had a lot more diversity than my new school did. The school I would be attending was more like a couple hundred students, if that, and primarily white white farm folks. Like that was the the kind of people I was around, surrounded by, and, and some Native Americans. One one half black kid named Ian. And a girl from Mexico whose English was kind of still a work in progress. And neither of them were seniors, but I gravitated toward them pretty quickly. And uh, I, th I then clicked with a couple native native dudes who were also also not seniors. Um, and they took me to the res where I finally felt a little more welcomed. And I, uh, I had a stepsister. And she was also a senior. Uh, and she was, she was white, popular. And it was probably weird to most uh that i didn't just take that path and hang with them uh but i never felt comfortable with them they they all live such a different different lives and i wasn't in a place of trying to get away from the life i knew as it as it was so i needed something that felt more like home and that was with people who looked more like me and so once i, I started hanging out on the res i quickly discovered uh, who was all related and who was all dating, who was whose brother, sister, and cousin. It was it was my first real experience of what life on the res was like because up until then I was more of a visitor to score something or a powwow here and there, you know, nothing nothing authentic. And that was uh, one of the craziest years of my life that I wasted in, on anger, which I reflect on the most. So so many decisions, you know, made in moments which shifted my path. And I, I won't dive too far into that now, but I graduated – I don't communicate with my father or my stepsister or any of their family anymore, but I'm still in contact with a couple of my friends from the res out there, which is cool. So shout out to uh, Oneida, out there, Oneida out there in Wisconsin. But uh, while reading this book, I then I also got reminded of a more recent experience when I went to Yakima and uh, White Swan and Toppenish to film a short film called Dirty Dog, which the... The first episode of this podcast is actually about. So during during that experience, I was able to observe even more interesting separations, hearing stories from different people and their experiences with strong similarities all seem to be based on battles of judgments and lost support. And when someone leaves their res and and that struggle is on another level, when you truly know what um, know that you, you either have to accept limitations for yourself with limitless support or loss of support for more potential growth for yourself. And, and I'll leave you with that. I, in that story, I, I don't want to take too much away from the book itself. It's an incredible read, great and authentic story. I highly re recommend you check it out. Uh, it's just very cool. Like to think about the differences here. I know a lot of, a lot of folks, um, at least grow in my generation of growing up. And I know, um, it was about, you know, get through high school, go to college, uh, move away, all these things. And then, um, you kind of get sold that that's the norm. And I, I've always uh, really enjoyed the concept of multi-generational homes where it's your family is there and you don't leave them. And then it's experiencing things where family members don't speak at all and they live close to each other or family members that live all the way across the country from each other and don't really speak to each other. And then you got um, these different reservations full of communities of people who, um, uh, who either feel trapped or they feel like that's what they have to be if they're going to be who they are supposed to be. It's it's just it's a trip and you you read stories like this and like I said I don't know if this is identical to his true story or what. I didn't dive too much into it. I just read that the uh uh the his health diagnosis 
um, matched up in real life with what the character of the books is and uh, his his school that he attended. So, but everything else in it, it's like it's real. the The difference with the Native American expectations for each other and lack of trust completely justified in everybody outside of their tribe and and even just the judgments they have on each other if they try to do something different it, it's a it's, it's a it's a trip it really is and it's just so cool when people do get out and escape that and they challenge that because I'm all about uh, challenging the way things are supposed to be because they don't they shouldn't have to supposed to be anything it should be what we want it to be if it's our life, um, you know, we none of us asked to be here. None of us submitted paperwork with an application to come be a part of this world. We we all came here unwilling, and we we get this opportunity to choose the direction we want to go. And most times, some some of us have more pressures than others. Some of us uh, are trapped by different things, and some of us uh, leave behind responsibilities we signed up for. Um, because we're scared or because we can't handle them or whatever it may be. There's just so many differences in this world and how people are expected to live. And I thought this was a really cool story into some of that. So the absolutely true diary of a part-time Indian by Sherman Alexi. Go check that shit out. Hit me up if you want to read it. I'll let you borrow it. <laughs>